0: Welcome to Off The
1: Rails on SEN. Thanks for joining us today on Off The Rails. I'm Sally Malian, and I'm here with Ian Brown and Blair Gibbo Gibson, as usual, to bring you the latest from the Gold Coast Turf Club here at SEN. How are you going, boys?
0: Yeah, very good, Sal. Uh, well, thanks, Sal. Yeah, yeah, good week for me. Um, what's been happening in the life of Brownie? Oh, I just came off
2: the back of Bay Desert Cup we had out there on Saturday at Bay Desert. It was a great day. We had about 1,500 people out there and oh, great. 10 races on a heavy track and the track raced really well. So One of the biggest
0: Bowie Cup days?
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, Gold Coast has been running Bay Desert for what, the last two years now and definitely the biggest in our time. So yeah. uh, it was really positive. Um, a lot of people got out there and helped raise some money for Darlene Girard. Oh, so that's
1: fantastic. Some of the yeah. gate
2: proceeds went towards um, her
0: recovery. So, yeah, no, really positive.
1: All right, we'll talk about
0: all the winners that we tip later on, but we are joined by training... Superstar coming off a massive week, uh, Michael Costa, a local. How are you, Michael? Good, mate. Thanks for having me. Well, we'll start with the Grafton Cup, won't we? Um, well, big week in Grafton. How many horses did you have over the four days? And
3: do you remember how many of them won? I think we ended up having 10 runners for five winners, I think it was. So that's uh, that's, good. that's right. Oh, yeah. Tough. Yeah, tough life. And,
0: well, Sal was going to actually bake you a cake with the amount of rides that Andrew's been, been having for the team. Yeah. Um,
1: I couldn't do that. It'll let him know that we have food in our house. We're <laughs> not meant to have food.
0: Uh, well, we'll stay on the cup, I guess. Um, you nearly did the big double. Fobador beaten a lip. It was a little bit, but it was a, a, an extraordinary run, sort of wide. Tell us, sort of, he had a little break. Was there, was there an issue there? He's obviously come back well.
3: Yeah, about a year ago to date, he just had a small tendon branch strain and we had to give him a fair time off and it just took a lot of time to to get him back he's a big robust horse he came back in over over 600 kilos so just took a little bit of time but he's come back in phenomenal order and like you said he was pretty stiff there for the Ramoni it's been his target this race and Never missed a kick in his life, but he missed the kick and <laughs> had to travel wide and do all the hard work. So He's always had a
2: bit of ability, hasn't he, right from the early days, Fobita, So
3: Yeah, he has. He's got a phenomenal record as well. I think he's won five from ten and he yep. won the, the Rising Star Magic Millions race. So he's always that's been right. a pre- yeah. pretty handy horse. Yeah, that's
0: that Class 4 one, is it? Yeah. On
3: wave day, yeah. Yep. So where to now with Foboda? He's uh, going to look at the missile stakes in Sydney. It's a little bit of an awkward, awkward time of year, but um, we'll just have to watch to see what happens with the COVID restrictions and, yeah. Uh, yeah. and everything like that. But that'll be his next target. You had a bit of luck down there the other day. we seeing seen too many. Yeah, it was good to go down nice there sorts. and uh, yeah. get the get the money. I own her, and she was sixty to one. <laughs> oh. So, oh, even even you know, better. <laughs> it was a it was a good result all round. I, I don't think I've cheered one that that hard in a in a long time. Yeah, no, it was a great result.
0: And we were talking off air. Um, Perfect deal. Um, she's a mare I've always had a lot of time for, but the, the win leading into it, uh, the week before with, I think it was 62 kilos, yeah. obviously a weaker race, but, I mean, she was dominant. The riding was put on the wall and, she she was brave late in the cup.
3: Yeah, she was. She won really well first up in the prep and then she went to Eagle Farm and pulled up with a hoof abscess and she couldn't walk the next couple of days after that Eagle Farm run. That was the reason for the, for the disappointing performance there. So it was a little bit. Uh, she missed a lot of work going into that graft and run, and not many horses can step up from the mile to that that twenty two hundred and win with that top weight. She's she's only four hundred and fifty kilos, so she's a real mighty mouse. Yeah, but uh, it was extremely tough, and she won with um, plenty in hand.
0: So for those out there not right into their racing and don't realise, so would you? Because she couldn't get that work done, was it a? Game plan to go to that race all along, or you used that race, you changed plan and went there to sort of get that extra fitness
3: into her? It was a change of plan. She was originally booked to go to the Ipswich Cup and, and missing yeah, that. Right. We had to pivot and go to the Grafton race.
2: Wow, look at that. Even smarter. Oh, I was going to say the Hoof Hubs
3: obviously got reported
2: to the stewards after the race. Mate. Being, <laughs> yeah. being an ex-steward yourself, you would have it,
3: notified it, them of that? It did, with a with a few um, nasty words as well about being a bit disappointed about uh, the Eagle Farm track. Yeah, okay. And,
0: <laughs> and, that's, and that's where we... You mentioned uh, the stewards there. You obviously, you lived in Grafton, um, so it would mean that extra little bit, I'd say, to, to win the Cup in a place where you used to live.
3: Yeah, I, did. I lived in Grafton for just over, over a year and a half and got to know the Cup and the, the club extremely well and just how much the Cup meant to yeah. that uh, that community and, yeah. and just had a, a fascination with the whole whole Cup and the the race week. It's, uh, it's a phenomenal Cup and one of the biggest country Cups in the country, so... I've Always wanted to win a group one, but if I wasn't going to win a group one, it had to be the from <laughs> Yeah, cup. I'll tell you what,
2: they do a phenomenal job down there, don't they? Four race meetings over the space of a week, Gosh, and crazy. um, couldn't see any issues with the track. From oh, my the, point track, of view.
0: the track looked yeah. amazing on the on TV, and they don't forget on the Sunday they raced on a heavy yeah, nine, I think a lot it was. Of mm. that
1: week as they well. did a
0: great job, and it was still playing fair the last day, yeah, that's yeah. right. No, I can't believe it. Um, another thing, uh, what else we got. Some stats. I love a stat, Brownie. You know that, Sal. (laughs) Um, In the last six months, uh, Mr. Costa's got 32 winners from 105. We'll round that up to 31%. For the punters out there, if you're level staking, um, say 100 a horse, 51% profit on turnover. One for you, Sal. Andrew's had 10 of those rides. How many winners has he got?
1: Ah. I'm wanting to say
0: six of yes. them. Yes. There yeah, we go, Ten rides right for six? the cost of stable, six wins. It so. counts every dollar that comes into the bank Yeah, 100%. <laughs> you should have cooked that cake. <laughs> um, mate, that's phenomenal. You've got to be happy with that.
3: Yeah, it's, it's, it is it's fantastic. Uh, I think the stable's are definitely an outlier in the industry, considering what sort of uh, quality of stock we've got and where we're at. Yeah, uh, We're still growing and uh, still building, and we've... You look at all the the Grafton winners and and the majority of those winners they're all cheap horses perfect deal was sixteen thousand yeah uh, the catch, he was ten thousand uh more number one was a thirty one thousand dollar tridos purchase so they're all they're all cheap relatively cheap and valued yeah. horses and um we're we're getting them to the races and and running well the keys just to run them when they're well
0: yeah and i i do you have targets like I asked jockeys do you do you have a number you aim for? Or do you have like, you know, like I said, you're striking at 31%. Do you have that? Or do you just, do you just think, oh, we'll just do the best with what we've got?
3: Yeah, you just got to do the best with what you got. And our focus is just continue to add value to the clients. And if you fo- focus on that and turn out the horse the best way you can, that's all you can focus on. You can't uh, can't really con- control your stats. So you've just got to focus on the things you can uh, can control. Yeah. I think
2: most trainers will say the key is just to placing them right, and I think that's something that Michael does unbelievably yeah, well. Really it recognizes the quality of the horse yeah. and places them accordingly. yeah, and that's that's what leads to the results. yeah, yeah.
3: probably one last thing is the jockeys as well. we only um, we spoke about it the other yeah. day we only use a couple of key jockeys, and um we put a lot of trust in them, and uh, that's hopefully where we get the results
0: yeah well. it re- it really does seem that as I mentioned, yeah, it just at least that bit of stability. it just seems like you know how they ride. Like obviously, Andrew does a lot now, as well as Jag, uh, and that last the last couple of months especially have just been yeah just yeah, churning
1: out the wind really good momentum. And you've also got Michael Morrison on board, and you yeah. two make a really great team as well.
3: Yeah, good. It's it's when you're running a business, it's hard to find someone as motivated yeah. as you are, and he's uh, he's extremely hungry, and uh, all the team down the line as well. We're all we're all there. We've got a relatively young team, but they're hungry and and, yeah. and want to get results.
2: Just on that, you've got about. 40, 45 horses in work at the
3: moment at Traintech? Yeah, we've got forty-four. So we're we're hoping to build and get to that sixty next year and just continue to build from there.
2: Yeah, he's been very patient with the the turf club over the last couple of years. We've been trying to get him those new stables yeah, at Traintech. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's that's as we've discussed on the show before, that's uh, that's those plans are certainly still underway and we yeah. hope that within the next six to twelve months we can we can give you a new U boot facility to invite all the owners over and sell some
0: more horses through. Yeah, we look forward to it. We're great. Even more winners coming there. Um, have you got a favourite type of horse to train? Do you sprinters, milers, stayers is is this
3: one that you favor or not really? Not really. I think there's a, there's a little bit more to training a stayer. So yep. it's a, a little bit more enjoyable to to kick off a plan and, and go through a preparation, especially something like the perfect deal campaign. Yeah. Uh, She's still one of my favourites.
2: Well, just to, if you can explain to listeners why is that with a star, they just require a longer preparation, and I'm assuming it's more work on a daily basis.
3: Yeah, it is. There's a little bit more to it, but then every horse is different as well. A horse like seen to Many, she gets over a little bit of ground, but we don't work her. But I think there's just a little bit more uh, planning and uh, and workouts rather than the the sprinters. You can just sort of keep fresh, and uh, it's pretty simple. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: Favorite part of training on the Gold Coast.
3: Ah, uh, the Gold Coast, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, I certainly don't miss Sydney whatsoever. It's uh, centrally based. Uh, the weather's great. Uh, great to place the horses, which has been a key factor to our success. So uh, I think all of the, the above there.
0: i would never forget. I think it might have been 18 eight months ago I was talking to you. It might have been the wards night or something. And and I think you said, why not Why not live where everyone wants to holiday? And, that's it. That's and, yeah. correct. Yep. Yeah, I think that should be the catch cry for the yeah. club, Brownie. That's exactly <laughs> that's right. And we That's what did. And that's, uh, and that's we what we came pro- up, yeah. yeah.
2: Sally and Andrew moved up yeah. here on that yeah. basis. Um, and yeah. it's, it's worked out for a lot of people. I know a lot of people have come up from down south and they just love the lifestyle up here and that's why we promoted it as the perfect place to train, race, play. Yeah. And on that note, Michael, um, we often ask our, ask our guests who, um, one trainer you could give a horse to a jockey, who you get to ride and a, a venue, a racetrack around Australia or the world that you'd like to get to one day. Um, who are your choices?
3: Uh, train I'd say past i would probably say Guy Walter. Yeah and yep. current David Van Dyke. Okay. I think David's yep. extremely good at um, probably doing a couple of the basics that we do, placing him well and, and knowing his horses extremely mm. well. Uh, venue I'd have to say the Coxplate Plate, uh, Mini Valley. Oh yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: I'd like to have a winner on Coxplate, Dave, wouldn't you, hey? Yeah.
0: And who'd write who'd write it? J Mac. Jay, mac yeah,
3: Jay good mac. call.
2: Best in the business.
0: Yeah, and be- before we go, we're not far off leaving. Uh, we'll plug your social media. You do it very well. What is it? Instagram, Twitter, and well, Facebook? Everything. All of them? A yeah, the whole everything. lot? Just Michael Costa Racing? That's the one. Um, and actually, my job's to find winners and one horse. I've been banging on about, Brownie, Sal, for a long time. More than number one. We finally got to see it run at Grafton and absolutely bolted in. How many in a row is it going to win? That's all I'm saying. I'm not going to say <laughs> when is it going to win. Goal. How many in a row?
3: <laughs> Uh, depends how many good rides we get. <laughs> like, uh, it was a phenomenal ride and a very patient ride, but I was full of confidence in, in the horse. He's been, a it looks to be a very good buy for that 31,000 and especially once we get him over to that middle distance as well. But more than likely he'll head to a class three plate at Doombin in uh, two and a half weeks' time. All right,
0: prize money there. Plus that one, they've got their money back straight away because yeah. it will be winning. Um, mate, thanks for joining us. Uh, it's, al- it's always a pleasure and glad to uh, have you on the Gold Coast at the Turf Club. Thanks for having me. All right, we'll be back in a minute on Off the Rails for the Gold Coast Turf Club. This is Off the Rails on SEN. Hello and welcome back to Off the Rails. I'm Blair Gibson. I'm here with Sally Mallion and Ian Brown for the Gold Coast Turf Club. Um, as I said, this is Off the Rails on SEN. And uh, we just had Michael Costa on. Geez, he knocks up training winners, doesn't he, guys? Yeah. He's going
2: great. He's great, fantastic advertisement for the Gold Coast Turf Club. Someone who's relocated here and just um, really hitting his strides at the moment. Yeah.
0: Young fella on his way up. Yeah, as the jockey, Andrew Mallion, riding plenty there, Sal.
1: Yeah, got keep to them, keep them coming. <laughs> Can not
0: be real happy? <laughs> he took his cupcakes home, that's fine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> as we know, Sal, you are the brains. You know everything that's going on around the club. Um, tell us some news.
1: Yes, so we God, I've got to dance to my song every week. There you go. Um, yes, so we are nearing the end of the season and Brownie will uh, tell us a little bit about who's leading premierships and that a little bit later, but we also got... A lot happening at the start of the new season, which comes on the uh, 1st of August, horse's birthday. Um, then on the 7th of August, being a Melbourne girl myself, I'm very, very excited about this. I might have to see if I can sneak <laughs> in and put some white gloves on to hold the Melbourne Cup. It's coming to the Gold Coast. So um How very good. excited.
0: I've never, never held it, never no? touched it, never seen it.
2: It's fantastic uh, just to see the people on track, how much they get behind it. Like all the members, yeah. they take it around like the corporate suites and the members areas <gasps> and the public and yep. so they, this is on a race day. This is all going to happen on a race day. That's right. Okay. So, um, and they all really, yeah, get really excited
0: about it and rally behind right, it. So that's so. August 7th, that'll yep. be happening
1: yep. on track. So make sure you get there. So okay. we're part of their national tour. So it's Excellent. going around and you've got to take that selfie where you're in the reflection of yeah, the cup. Right. So you got to make sure you get that one. You've okay. Got for right. that Goal
0: one. Look at it. Goal two. Touch it. Goal three. Selfie. Instagram photo with me.
2: Yeah, maybe we'll have bit. to get
1: like a hashtag going that day or something. We'll talk to the girls and work it out with Flemington. But very excited for that. Yeah, that's really cool. Well,
2: Johnny Letts. He accompanies the cover around. Yeah. I think that's his junket for the year. He just goes around to Australia with the cup. And, um, oh. he's he's a real character. He's the, the ladies love Johnny. So um, <laughs> <laughs> he loves the ladies too. So <laughs> he's he's great value. <laughs>
0: Uh.
1: And then after that coming um, up in early September, we have pink ribbon race day. So we're very excited. The, um, girls behind that, Robin Cameron does a fantastic job. Yeah. We're now focusing on breast cancer awareness and, um, they raised 120,000 last year. So That's good. Huge. And
2: such a good race day. Yeah. yeah. does a fantastic job. And, uh, I think last year was the first year we were able to make it a standalone metropolitan Saturday yeah. race yeah. meeting. So it's starting to get that national yeah. association yeah. that we're looking for. Yeah. It was so. a
0: really good race day. We were there on track. Um. We're just coming out of sort of a lockdown sort of thing, and we had as many as we could on track. Yeah, yeah. Under, yeah. The, under the circumstances, and it was just yeah, there was. It's I think those charity days have got such a good vibe to them. Yep. They do. You know, we had it for Men Matter. It was Pink Ribbon last year, so. Get to that Pink Ribbon Day. It'll, you know, yeah. they'll raise another stack of money for a good cause. and Make sure you're dressed in pink.
1: But Yeah, um, hit the shops. Get your pink dresses. We know,
0: we know Steve and Brett.
2: Oh, yeah, the oh, bosses. Here yeah. Some we go. of the ugliest outfits you'll ever see. I have
1: no idea what they got planned for this those year. Two, between but...
0: those two and Josh Fleming last year. <laughs> oh, that's he, Josh. He looked, like that pink oh, he looked like a flamingo.
1: suit. Oh, gosh. it looked like a
0: flamingo. <laughs> but, yeah,
2: the whole course is... Pinked up yeah. um, to the nines. And you're right. It's just a, there's a lot of goodwill out there. It's just yeah, a fun yeah. day. Yeah. So, and you and can the big tell pink
0: it. ribbon in the mounting yard. Yeah. On yeah.
2: The grass
1: yes.
0: Yeah, geez, that was outstanding last year. I think.
2: So I think it's a bit of a competition between Pink Ribbon and Men Matter now who can raise, which race day we raise yeah, the most good. money, but raising some, some big dollars for good causes. So, so
1: come on, ladies, go buy your pink dresses and your pink fascinators and you've got to get there with your membership. So we have uh, lots of events there on the day that still have ticketing available. So give the Turf Club a call there and tickets are online now.
0: And we'll get Brownie a pink bow tie for the day. I've got to hand back the one I borrowed off you for Men Matter, mate. I
2: didn't expect to see that again. Got that many compliments. The first time I've ever worn a bow tie and I had to tell everyone it was gibbos.
1: Yeah, and so you've so
0: gone out and you've gone and bought three new ones, haven't you're
2: you? You're
1: converted, oh, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, you, I'm have. Gonna, I'm, you have. You have. You'll
3: sorry. never wear a tie again.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so much easier. I've um, lost. It, I've lost a couple on big nights out too. I think I, people say, "Oh, nice bow tie." And I'm pretty sure I just give it to him. It'd be a no, story. Be- no, not that wooden can't one. Can't remember. Yeah, I've, I gave one away the first night. It'd be I a think. story behind the one that uh, we care to think one on Magic Means Day. I reckon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was. I think I was wearing. I think we actually had green and yellow ties. I'm pretty sure I was wearing around my head at dinner. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, bit of uh, success out of
0: Bow Desert on Bow Desert Cup Day, giver. Yeah, turn some oh, fortunes around. We're, we're, we're we are yeah. yeah, three out of four. Quite enjoyable. Yeah, we got we got three out of four. Probably a little bit unlucky not to get the four out of four. They just sort of drifted back on winner Violet, and she sort of overdid it a bit and kept going she didn't want to get going again. So once she picked up, she really attacked the line and probably needed two more bounds. So three from four, they weren't great prices, but you can only tip winners, can't you, Brownie? It was one of those days. You I only thought into water. I always say <laughs> yeah. you can't make him drink. I actually, <laughs> thought Montez at two fifty was. I thought it was the one that might shorten up to a dollar fifty, but uh, it was still a good price. We got the Cup Quinella as well on top of that. So that was good. I, I thought the highlight was probably Gary Hutchison, Greg Cornish, Deborah Ainsworth, Doug Duray, uh, all Bow Desert trainers, yep. all got wins on Cup Day at their home track. I think that's they always seem on. to have a bit of luck out of Bow Desert,
2: those yeah. local trainers. You know, you say horses for courses. It, it does seem to yeah. apply out there. And you mentioned Doug Duray was... It was really fantastic yeah. to see him train a winner after, um, what's happened with Darlene. Yep. So, um, yeah, have no, been in touch with Doug a fair bit over the last, um, couple of weeks since, um, Darlene had her fall and yep. obviously the family's been doing it tough, but yeah. still, still getting in there every morning at four o'clock in the morning mm-hmm. and training horses. So the unbelievable resolve and character of some of these people in the racing industry.
0: Yeah. And we had the, um, it was pretty much, the, they're all the local trainers, but a lot of Gold Coast trainers had winners on the day as well. Um, this weekend, the rail is at three metres at the Gold Coast. We've got eight races. I'd say we'd be in the soft range, Brownie.
2: Yeah, just spoke to Steve Andrews uh, this morning. Soft five. Yep. Um, so hopefully we can get to a good four for tomorrow, yep. Been a little bit of drizzle around, but not, not yep. that much that should yep. affect it. And the forecast is looking fine. So
0: yeah, well, I won't give any early tips, but we said last week, all their black bookers are running really well and more than number one was another one of those. And I think we've already given the tip for it. So just keep following that horse. I genuinely think it'll win another two. What tour. do you say? Midweek in two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Watch yeah. Out. So I think it'd be more a big track horse, but, uh, yeah, I just think it'll keep winning and. Uh, I think we can just keep backing up on it. Yeah, just on. Obviously, we
2: spoke with Michael Costa earlier in the show. Mario Catabiano, He was a trainer that moved up from Warwick Farm to the Gold Coast, um, probably wouldn't mind me saying this, Mario, but in his, in his twilight years, um, trained the boat as a cup winner. So yeah, outstanding, um, yeah, great good. result for Mario. So um, his wife works at Magic Millions, so no, fantastic
0: to see. All right, well, we're going to get some premiership and track updates after your song, Brownie. <laughs>
1: Ian,
0: This is almost cringe Ian, Ian,
2: Ian,
1: Ian.
0: my highlight of each show. Oh, please, Sal. <laughs> You've got All a very right. poor life if that's what, your highlight. What's, <laughs> di- what's doing, Brownie, Premiership, track updates? Well, as we
2: said uh, last week... Uh, only three more meetings at the Gold Coast. Yep. And I think the premiership races are run and won. So unfortunately it's good to promote them towards the, the back end of the season, but I don't think we've got much to promote there. I think um, Jaden Lloyd will take out the apprentices. Yep. Um, yep. Travis Wolfgram, the jockey, and uh, Tony Goll the, the yep. trainers' premiership. So, um, But we are going to celebrate um, all those winners and more on the 27th of August, which is our... It's the first time we're going to host this meeting. It's a Friday Gold Coast show holiday uh, race meeting. So um, we're actually going to um, race the gold market on that day. So we this year we'll have two gold markets. We had one on Gold Coast Cup Day, which ironically Tony Golan took out with Baller, and Glenn <laughs> Boss. So um, we're going to have another edition of the gold market and hopefully you know in years going forward this will yep. be the home of the gold market this day on the mm, gold Potentially coast show holiday
1: twilight in the future well if Ooh. we get the when we
2: get the lights so yep. yeah 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 no reason why it can't be so i think it'll be it'll be a day that we hope that the gold coast community can really rally around like you know your regional cup yeah race yep. day you know your cairns cups and yeah, things yeah, like yeah, that yeah, so yeah. make it a bit of a, a feature race meeting going forward getting into that little bit warmer weather too beautiful yeah that's exactly right so um Apart from that, just obviously touching back onto Bow Desert, we're doing a fair bit of work out there. We've got brand new irrigation system and we're looking at um, completely refurbishing the sand track out there, so improving those facilities, not just what we've got here at the Gold Coast, but also for our club out at Bow Desert. So um, that's, that's works that are still going on. Um, now, we missed the bet last oh, week, So I was yes,
1: hoping yes. that we are going to run out of time
2: again yeah. this week. And because. it opened up at $1.30 and drifted out to $1.90 and one. so... Um, Bit of egg on our face there, That's but all right. you
0: just keep tipping winners. You got about fifty seconds, so I'm happy to sit here and you just talk me into something oh, in the next
1: four. Well, <laughs> well, I thought it didn't get its shot last week. It was heavily backed at Bowie, but we're going to go with Bushido, race seven, number seven. Hopefully, it has its win this Dropped week. Drop Lani
2: caught out of the barriers, oh, oh, slipped to the start, um, <laughs> and. Uh, Lani went to hospital, but she's fine. She's back riding, so no issues there. So it won the race without a rider on top.
0: Hopefully it does it again this week, Sal. Yeah, it was good to us. It let Montez win, so this week it can win for us. But, Sal, you've been on fire with the tipping, so everyone jump on board. And that'll pretty much do us for today. Thanks, Sal. Thanks, Brownie. Thanks, Gibbo, Sal. All right, that'll do for Off the Rails for the Gold Coast Turf Club on SEN. Remember to download the app so you can listen back and send it to your mates. This is Off the Rails on SEN.